Fuck you. That's what I tell people when they try to convince me to listen to Tosh Sultana. Her music is basic as fuck. I'm sorry. You you don't... <clears throat> what she does is she gets a looper pedal and she plays some shitty basic riff and, and loops the shitty said shitty basic riff and then plays like beginner pentatonic scales over it and like closes her eyes and like gets in the zone, quote unquote. Fuck you, bitch. Oh, this is the Unimpressive Podcast. <laughs> Fucking high, man. Anyways, yeah, this is like a side podcast I wanted to do where I just rant. You know, it's very therapeutic. I don't know if any of y'all ever do that. Um, I This is a first for me, so I apologize if it's uh, all over the place. But um, once again, this is a, a side podcast, so I don't really give a shit. And it's free. Suck my dick. Anyway, so yeah, Tosh Sultana's music is basic as fuck. I know this because, well, first of all, I've been a fucking musician for 20 years, and I'm not retarded, but I I also saw her live, and even her fans were confused at when the song was about to end, because she would just play, she didn't, didn't do anything, I hear she has a nice voice, but watching her, watching her live show was, it was just straight up fucking boring, and you know, unimpressive, as a lot of things in life are. Um, let me know what y'all find unimpressive. Send, uh, you know, like a voice memo or an email to unimpressivepodcast at gmail.com. That's unimpressivepodcast at gmail.com. You know who I find super unimpressive are these people on social media that are constantly posting inspirational quotes. Why is it always the biggest fucking losers with, that have shitty lives and like, like who, who, who do they think they are to, to dish out advice like that? They think that we give a shit what they have to say and like, oh, you're going to motivate me from the fucking gutter you call your life? Assholes. And I get... I get shit for, you know, like anytime I have one friend in particular, this chick, she's constantly posting stuff about, you know, how she's, she hasn't found the right guy, like know your worth, you know, she's a, she's a princess just waiting for her prince. Uh, how come guys are intimidated by successful women? It's like, have you ever considered maybe you're just a fucking undesirable cunt who also might be plum retarded? You ever consider that? Yeah, I didn't think so. So every time she uh, she posts something like I can't I forget what the last one was, but it was something like it was something like we're all broken inside. So so shine like the light and that's like just stop. All right, you're fucking unhappy. Everybody knows it. Nobody really likes you all that much. Uh, you did cocaine the whole time you were fucking pregnant. So why, why are we listening to you again? And why do we care about your past or your future? If there is one fucking loser anyway. Yeah. And that's another thing too. People are asking, people always ask me, hey, when are you going to settle down? When are you going to have children? Why do you give a fuck? Okay. There's already, oh, this is another thing I hate too. When people don't believe in overpopulation, I'm like, what is wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, this whole uh, pandemic has done nothing but highlight the retardism of people that I people that I know. Oh, and I always loved the non-GMO bitch. 
You know what I mean? A chick with five kids that's like, you know, it, the reason that, that, that genetically modified foods exist is because people like her shitting out five kids. And, you know, I mean, it just has to be that way. I'm sorry. Speaking of kids, um, I was watching one of my favorite shows and one of the funniest unintentional comedies of all time is the show To Catch a Predator. <laughs> I was watching highlights the other day and just some of the things that these people say, it's fucking hilarious. It's like, they act lost. They're like, oh, wait, this is, uh, you know, this is uh, two, 2514 Main Street. Oh, I thought it would, you know, they'll literally try to be like, they'll try every excuse in the book. I can't blame them, but... I had the thought not too long ago when I was watching the show, I was watching the highlights and, um, and it, and it occurred to me that they are not exactly guilt. No, before I say this, um, it's going to sound like I'm defending pedophiles, except I'm not. But <laughs> if I was a defense lawyer, I could make a case for them. And the case would be you, you, Okay, so if you're not familiar with how it works, so they have a they have an adult that that you know a, a police officer. I'm assuming there's some uh, I forget what they call it. There's some team. There's some police force that specializes specializes in this thing, and they'll go into chat rooms and like bait people, you know, talking for saying you know talking in a way that a lot of 13 year olds probably don't. Um, you know, saying thing, you know, just basically baiting these people in. And uh, obviously they're bad. Obviously pedophiles are bad people, but you know, they, it's an adult that's sending the text messages. I believe they don't ever show the pics that they send, but I believe the person in the pictures is, is the decoy, which is the person, the, the girl or boy that's there when, when the pedophile shows up. Now that person I don't know if that's the one in the pictures because they never show the picture, but that person is over 18, right? But they look young. All right. So, so you have an adult sending text messages, baiting these pedophiles to the house. When they show up, the decoy that's there, the person that they're there to have sex with or whatever is over 18 and they, they just look really young. So my argument as a defense attorney would be you, you can't peg him with going to a 13-year-old's house because he didn't. Granted, he thought he was, but that's not, you know, my friend Brent put it really well. He said, you, you can't, like, say you stole a $30 watch that you thought was $30,000. You, th you thought it was worth $30,000, but it's actually only worth thirty. They can't peg you with stealing a $30,000 watch, even though that you thought that's what it was it's not. So, you know, granted, I'm not trying to find any loopholes for these assholes. They belong in jail. I'm just saying that it's a little bit, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't, I could see a legal loophole. You know, maybe we should get Mark Garagos on the case. Is Johnny Cochran still alive? I just thought of a good porno name, Johnny Cochran. <laughs> I'm fucking high. I'm sorry. Anyways, so, um, so this whole pandemic thing has been a huge pain in the ass, uh, but my life actually, I haven't really noticed much of a difference. I'm kind of a homebody already anyway, but it's funny seeing how, how basic people are because they can't go 
to to some bar and hang out with their phony fucking shitty friends. You know what I mean? Like if you are that bored, you need to take up a hobby. If your only hobby is going out and and drinking or doing whatever, that's actually kind of sad. And I feel bad for them. But this pandemic has done nothing but highlight how basic a lot of these people actually are. And I find it hilarious personally. But, you know, not to no disrespect to the to the people in the service industry or service workers that are, um, you know, really struggling right now. Hopefully they'll get back on their feet. But, you know, on the topic of, of, of serve the service industry. I hope these people that are that are out of a job are capitalizing on their newfound, you know, t- uh, this all this extra time and and maybe learn a skill or something. I don't know. You know, maybe figure out because uh, God, these fuck. Why? Why is it? Why? Why do? Why are service industry people? Why do they complain so goddamn much? Your job is not that hard. If if waiting tables or being a bartender is is difficult for you, I feel bad for you when you get like a real fucking career. You know what I mean? Like those jobs are meant to be stepping stones to whatever your career is and uh, you know and i have a lot of friends in the service industry and a lot of them work really fucking hard or as hard as you can work in in that business i was i've and and they always try to tell me you don't understand how hard it is yes i do because i've done it okay try my fucking job asshole i have a lot of friends that do not when when they are working do nothing but complain about that industry well if you don't like it shut the fuck up and do something else oh you can't because you're an unskilled cunt sorry i got worked up there (laughs) i sit here and i'm like i feel like i should have done some sort of preparation but the whole point of doing this podcast was to do zero preparation and just see if i can freestyle it for like however long 10 this is actually a lot harder than it seems. Um, granted, I'll never, I'll never run out of things to uh, be unimpressed by. But I, uh, I feel like I should have sat down and had some sort of plan. But once again, that was kind of the whole point of this podcast: is to freestyle it, no production, zero prep work. Fuck it. My name's Jaden, and this was the Unimpressive Podcast. Mm-hmm.